0: Christmas time is here! You finally found a nice tree, brought it into your home, and now you're ready to decorate. But first off, you should unclog your toilet because something smells really bad in your place. Oh, wait, could that be your new tree? Possibly. And there can be a couple of reasons for that. First, when you bring the tree home, it's cut down but still alive. That means it will try to seal the cut in its trunk with resin to heal itself. So if you just put it in the water, the tree won't absorb any. You'll end up with stagnant water in the bucket, and it won't take too long before it starts to stink. So when you first bring your new Christmas tree in, take a sharp knife and refresh the cut so the tree can start drinking the water. Or you might have brought it too early. A Christmas tree enters the final stage of its life when you bring it indoors. When a tree has withered, it stops absorbing water. So, to keep it fresh for a longer time, it would be better to store it somewhere in a cold place like a garage or maybe even your garden for a while before you bring it inside. This way, your tree will get about two extra weeks before it starts to dry out. You can do your best, but there's always an option that you have picked the tree that wasn't fresh from the beginning. Not every vendor sells Christmas trees that are recently cut. Sometimes, they leave them in a warehouse for a few weeks before taking them out on sale. Here's a tip to notice the difference. When choosing your tree, run your hand through a branch. If you see needles come off, keep looking for a fresher one. But if you did buy a tree that's not that fresh, you can still perk it up. Put some fresh water in the stand and add an aspirin in there. Or you can try to mix some sugar, aspirin, and a little bit of lemon juice to get a couple of extra days of a good-looking tree that smells well. Sometimes, trees smell bad not naturally. It's done on purpose. Lincoln, Nebraska had a problem with people who kept stealing Christmas trees. To stop them, they had to add a liquid called fox urine. You can get that in a store that sells trapping supplies. They sprayed this liquid on their trees and left signs that claimed that the smell was really bad. Especially if you brought the trees indoors. And to make the stench even stronger, they added a pinch of skunk smell. That combination was awful enough to keep the thieves away. On the campus of the University of Minnesota, People would either take whole Christmas trees or they would cut off the tops of those big evergreen ones. To stop this, the team in charge of taking care of the land of the university started spraying the trees with a strong, bad-smelling liquid that skunks use as a defense mechanism. And it worked. Ever since 2012, no trees have disappeared from the campus. In Port Republic in New Jersey, People also had to use a stinky mixture to protect their Christmas trees from being stolen. This time, if you brought the tree inside a warm house, you'd sense something similar to the smell of rotten eggs. One homeowner from Lancaster County, Nebraska, didn't feel like applying the smell. So he just left a few warning signs that his tree was sprayed with something disgusting. It worked for a couple of years until he decided not to put up the sign since the tree had grown too tall so he thought it was safe but that was the year when thieves took it minnesota also had a problem with people stealing christmas trees their department of natural resources watched a property in a forested area for two nights because they'd wanted to catch a young couple who kept stealing spruce trees from the land that was in the ownership of the state That couple was kind of like a modern version of Bonnie and Clyde. They had illegally cut down almost 2,000 trees. They wanted to sell them, but eventually, they ended up arrested. Of course, Christmas is not only about smelly or non-smelly trees. Different countries have their own ways of celebrating this holiday. For example, in Austria, there's a character called Krampus who scares kids who haven't been good and leaves them sticks. In Catalonia, a region in northeastern Spain, they have a nativity scene with their own funny figurines. They also have a pretty unique tradition called Dio de Nadal. It's a log with a red hat and a face drawn on it. They treat it as a Christmas character. They feed the log bits of food and then hit it with a stick while singing a special song. The log is then supposed to poop out presents, which are often pieces of nougat candy. In Sweden, Christmas is not Christmas without Donald Duck. About 40% of Swedish people gather around their TVs on Christmas Eve to watch this popular cartoon. Ever since 1959, their main TV channel has been showing a special program called Donald Duck and His Friends Wish You a Merry Christmas. Back in the day, Sweden had only two TV channels, so this was the only time they could actually watch American and Disney cartoons. The tradition became so popular among people that many, during this program, used their phones less. There were even fewer emergency calls at that time. It's a tradition they really value, not something you can perhaps record and watch later. People are so into the show that they watch it in silence unless there's a funny scene when they laugh or when they want to share their favorite lines. Here's something that will warm your heart. J.R.R. Tolkien, the author of The Lord of the Rings, wrote letters to his kids every year where he presented as Father Christmas. These letters started off as simple Happy Christmas cards, but as time went by, they turned into more complex stories. After a while, he even started talking about goblins, a polar bear sidekick, the man on the moon, snow elves, and many other magical things. He even developed a special Arctic language. People in Iceland have a beautiful, cozy tradition, which, in translation from their language, means Christmas book flood. It started back in the 1940s when paper was in short supply, so many would exchange books as presents. This tradition has remained, which is why Icelanders, even today, love giving and receiving books for this time of year. Sometime around mid-November, every household gets a book catalog they can use to order gifts for their family and friends just in time. The main day for exchanging presents is Christmas Eve. They open gifts and later enjoy hot chocolate and reading their new books. Not all countries have a custom of opening Christmas gifts together on the same day. Some are shocked to hear that in certain countries, families open their presents on December 24th. Hollywood movies often show families who put out Christmas and milk for Santa who comes to visit on Christmas Eve. And the following day, they wake up and start ripping the paper off their presents. Sometimes in the movies, you can see people who exchange a single gift on Christmas Eve. The presents are usually festive pajamas, which they wear and sleep in on December 24th. This way, they kind of prepare for all the joys, excitement, and opening presents the next day. Japan has its own unique tradition. Instead of preparing a homemade meal for Christmas Day, they eat fried chicken from KFC. It's so popular that people have to make their KFC orders weeks in advance to make sure they'll get their food. The Kentucky for Christmas slogan started as a part of a marketing campaign back in 1974. And now, decades later, about 3.6 million Japanese people enjoy their fried chicken for Christmas. People in Norway pay only half their tax in November, so everyone has more money for Christmas. That way, a month before Christmas is the time when Norwegian employees really make the most of their working hours. They might even put in a bit of overtime.